welcome back. Hello. Frequent flusher. It's been a little bit. Communate. What's up? It has been a bit. On our last, I mean, like, I can't keep up with the dates of our last episode. We should probably check that. <laughs> we never do. We appreciate our loyal listeners. We do. So, you know, I think we, I hate using the card that it's been a crazy year, but like, let's be honest. I think a lot Gosh, I hate saying of you that. could probably relate to us. Yeah. But. but then just other life events occurred, like personally, you know, yep. so you got to put things in perspective sometimes and... Yeah. We're just happy to be back. We are. We're we're like sad that we had to put the podcast on the back burner, you know, because we love it so much and we really enjoy it. And like we were just saying how we missed each other so much. Yeah. It's been a while. So we're going to try. I know I say this every time I'm a broken record to make it happen, make it try and do every two weeks like we plan. But yeah, I mean, we you with school, me, I'm going to have a job now. This is we'll exciting talk news. about it. Yeah. Uh, you heard it here first. Heard it here first. Yep. Except I'm not going to like name drop. But I'll give some some deets, I guess. Whatever. A little bit. So, we but we have an outline again. We do. We used to, we were just like free fl- free farting, free floating for a bit there. All the man, f- all the flush <laughs> puns. We were out there, out there. Pat, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, we're back and we're organized now. <laughs> we're here. We're here. That's happening. So tell them what's up. What's the lineup today? Welcome to episode 14, yeah. the one with. Finding a new GI practitioner. And then some. And then some. Yeah, that's right. We're having longer titles now because <laughs> I think it's fitting. I'm very we're very detail-oriented people and we can't are. condense, but it's fine. Um actually we had inspiration from a uh listener from a fl- from a, f- a flushy. Um they requested because they're moving and they wanted to know just some details on how to go about finding a new GI doc in said new place. So thank you for submitting that yeah. question. It's a good one. You know who you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love you. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. We're going to kind of catch up on where Anthony and I are at in terms of our health. Um, we'll try and make that quick. But, goodness. We and, all know. Yeah, we, uh, you, you know How by that now. Goes. Jeez. Right. Episode 14. <laughs> I can't believe it's 14. Now. Lucky listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Strap in, buddies. Are you in the car? Well, you better have your seatbelt on. Right. <laughs> you know, make it a little tighter, tighter. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't. And then, yeah, then we'll talk about kind of like we looked up some articles and found some helpful hints and tips on how to find a new GI doc. And then we kind of thought, <clears throat> you know, we'd throw in a little IBD humor. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone we could all needs use that. that. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the episode, towards the end, we have a game. Game, I yeah. guess. So you know how, like, I'm sure people are familiar with, like, the would you rathers. Yeah. You know, like, would you rather, like, oh my gosh, one I saw that was so morbid was like, would you rather die by, it was like by fire or by tsunami? Wow. What? So anyway, we're not going to be that lethal. (laughs) Yeah. But we kind of created some would you rathers IBD edition. Yes. So get the, I, you know, I think we're gonna have a good time with that. It's going to be a great one. It's going to be good. So uh, stay tuned to the end because that's when the good stuff's going to happen right now. Yep. It's just snooze fest with me and Anthony. You know what I'm <laughs> Anywho, so um, Tony, take it away. How are you feeling? So, What's going on? How have things been going? Things have been going really pretty good here Yay. recently health-wise. Um, sticking with that Intivio, I don't know if the last time I had updated our lucky listeners, but I was on Intivio for 
every eight weeks. And my doctor and I had a conversation to see if every six weeks. I think we did. Make things a little bit better. Yeah. But this is good. I, I like the recap. Yes. So um, every six weeks is what I've been going for. And I've had two doses of those so far. And I think it's kind of headed off any um, soon to be flares or. So you think it's helping? Yeah, I do. I think <gasps> every six awesome. weeks is helping for it to keep things at bay. Um, See, look at you self-advocating and then it actually working and helping you. It's like, trying. you know your body or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Very, very fortunate to be able to go from the eight to the six weeks without too much pushback, you mm-hmm. know, because of course insurance and things like that can also determine with it. But I think that it's important, like you just said, to self-advocate and to go forward with that. So I've gone for the Intivio. Um, I've been sticking with my normal regimen. I've had great energy been feeling good. Yay! Um, no Which, symptoms, you know, like blood or mucus or frequency. Like that's all been good. Under None control. of that. Um, nice. Everything's been going really. Which good. is like so encouraging here, because I mean, work-wise, you're in a very stressful environment. With um, Tony's a teacher. For the, if we have anybody new listening in to this episode, um, yeah. So you can only imagine, like during the pandemic, like how crazy. And again, yeah. like, bless you, teachers, for doing what you do, because. like planning lessons online and then planning it in class. Like I know we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but I'm so happy to hear that your body is, you know, complying with you (laughs) and it's not like causing issues. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think the ultimate thing too, um, is that I've been venturing more towards eating different foods and things (sighs) that I've really have stuck away from ever since I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Um, so like, what's an example? So an example would be Chipotle. I had that tonight for dinner and tolerated fine. It's tolerated fine tonight. And then I've had it before, you know, within these past weeks too. Um, and it's also been fine. So I think a lot of that comes from just getting the courage just to go for it. Um, I think I was so reserved for such a long time with not wanting to go back to that place of that extreme where I was at when I was in the hospital. Well, and it's like the fear cycle. The fear cycle, exactly, yeah. yes. Episode six, I'm going to throw that out there maybe. Think, yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about right. We talked about the fear cycle, and I think, um, you know, you just have to work through it and try mm-hmm. things to see. And um, I think, to be honest with listeners too, when I have tried new foods, it's been over the weekend when I know that I'm close to home, that just idea. in case if there is anything that were to happen, but I'm gaining more of that confidence to know that it's well, going to be okay. That's super smart. Cause like you, I think if you were out and about, right. you know, or like it adds to the anxiety that you already have of yeah. like trying to introduce some food that hasn't, you know, uh, worked with you in the past. So that's super smart. Cause I think it lessens, it takes away that part of the anxiety at least. Right. So at least you just have the anxiety of like, what's going to happen. Yeah, and. But it worked well. In the field of education too, you're teaching a room full of students that it can be impossible Mm -hmm. when you're in the middle of teaching that if you have to go to the bathroom, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I have that support at work though, that if I were able or needed to, that I have the ability to do that, of course, but, um, it definitely impacts. Well, nice. So so exciting. Yeah. I think it's been good and I've stuck with the same regimen and I'm going to keep doing that and hopefully still you know, continue to feel good. Yes. So I'm so happy. It's a quick. That's amazing. 
the the, the quick and dirty, the quick and dirty, <laughs> nitty gritty, the nitty gritty, nitty gritty of how things have been going for me. Nice, so very nice. I'm turning it over to you. How oh have boy. you been? So I'm gonna try and <laughs> try and make this condensed. You guys, man, I have been feeling amazing. The best news. Like this is probably the best I've felt. You because like well okay <clears throat> I can't remember what I told people but basically I think the past couple of months like. I've been battling the off antibiotics, on antibiotics, and then having right. the candida stuff. It was like this hot mess. So I think we did talk about, I was, I think I was like for sure in a depression, uh, like end of December, beginning of January. And I, it's like, I think that's just an off topic kind of, but I think that's sometimes difficult because you have so many loved ones in your life who like, they make your world so joyous. And like, for example, I, I reassured my boyfriend. Cause I'm like, I know I'm saying that I'm like depressed. Yeah. Um, I was like, but this is like a chronic illness. And I feel like that is its own entity that like no one else can touch that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's its own little bubble that like you just have to kind of like trudge through and work through yourself. And yep. it's, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I right. think that was something new that kind of came to light to me was like being able to, uh, communicate that with the loved ones and be like, it's not you. Like you make my life so incredibly amazing, but this is, this is real. Like raw and real. I mean, something this is what's happening. Yeah. Face, yeah. Which by the grace of God, um, he revealed some things on my heart and really helped me through that. So, and that like people in my life too have helped, but yeah, I think that was like a very like in the trenches moment for myself. And I actually appreciate it now in retrospect, cause it helped me grow, especially like as a chronic illness person. So anyway, long-winded story there, but I think a lot of that depre- like depression was linked to the fact that I was on antibiotics, off antibiotics, the candida. Like I remember texting you, I was so frustrated. Right. So I kind of had this revelation of like, there's got to be something else. Like this cannot just continue. Like I get antibiotics and I'm so grateful for them in the, in the medical world because it's like they have helped many conditions. But for this, like it's just, yeah, you, it's only going to make the problem worse. So anyway, my GI doctors, uh, I don't want to say too much, but <laughs> let's just say like I was throwing some things out there right. of ideas like, hey, let's do this fecal stool study that helps analyze bacteria. And that way, like I can figure out what antibiotics are best suited for my body. Right. And he was like, no, that's not for you. And I'm like, okay, like whatever, man. So anyway, kind of went my own route. Yeah. I did some digging on my own. And I found this, well, actually, I can't take credit. My friend, Stelina, who has a J-pouch as well, um, she found this naturopath, like, near where we live. And I think I told, I think, did I tell people I was seeing her I think you were getting ready to, yeah. Okay. She's amazing. Her name's Charlene. I won't drop her last name. Um, Email me (laughs) if if you're around the area and you want to try a naturopath. But she's incredible. I mean, like, literally there anytime I need to, like, talk or have questions. But, like... She's implemented some supplements um, and like teas, like healing teas for inflammation and whatnot, which I tried doing on my own. Um, I got this like healing through God's pharmacy, but I got all these herbs, right? I bought and I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm going to brew this. Right. Like some witch. And uh, no offense to witches out there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> With, like, please, please don't cancel me for saying that. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I was like going to go brew them. And then I'm like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Because like the book is descriptive, but. Like at times it's not. So that's when I was like, you know what? Right. I'm just going to let her do it because this is like what she studied and she knows. So I do this like tea. I drink this tea two to three times every day. Um, it has like calendula flower. I don't know. It's like a super anti-inflammatory property, but other herbs. And then I take like certain digestive enzymes. And okay. then I think the big game changer, two main things. So 
Selena also told me about celery juice. So okay. Have you heard about celery juice? I've heard a like, little bit about it. Yeah. But. So I bought this book. I haven't yet um, cracked it open, but it's the medical medium. Yeah. And Selena, again, thanks, Selena, man, because she helped me out a ton because I think it is truly making the biggest game changer for me right now. But his huge thing is celery juice. Like his claim to it is like it is literally the number one healing tool that we have in this life for any basically like chronic autoimmune condition, whatever, like you name it. So um, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Like go to try. Can't hurt. Yeah. Um, so the only fear about that is like it, it is kind of almost like a, a mini bit of a laxative in its own way. So okay. like sure, my naturopath, because I told her about it, she's like, you know, just be cautious because like you already are losing a lot of fluid, you know, whatever. I was like, okay. So I did it. Ever, so the what they say is that you do it in the morning. He um, advises 16 ounces, but I kind of had to play with it. I did 16 ounces for the first week and I noticed like my appetite was completely gone and I'm like, oh, crud. So I backed it down to eight ounces and like that's the magic, eight to 10 ounces is like the magic amount for me. Yeah. So you do it in the morning. It's the first thing you drink. And I got a juicer, like you juice the celery straight up and it's so quick and easy actually. Like I thought it would be, you know, juicing in the past has always been like a pain in the butt, but it's really easy. Um, And interestingly enough, like I, a lot of people that I've talked to hate the taste of like celery and celery juice. I, my body, like it's so cool how your body just like knows what you need. Yeah. Um, for a while. And like, you can ask my boyfriend, I was craving celery, like randomly. I just, and it has like no caloric, you know right. what I mean? Like it's like yeah. probably not one of the ideal things I should be eating to gain weight, but I just would crave it yeah. all the time. So apparently like, I don't know enough, but the little bit that I've read that, um, celery has these like salt deposits that I guess like aren't available in any other type of food, but you okay. can only get it like when you juice it. I have no idea, but it's like the healing property of it. And like my body, when I drink it, I'm like, this is cocaine, even though I've never done that disclaimer, like I've never done that in my life, but like just the addictive, I guess I am like, give me more or like sugar, I guess would be a good example. I suck that baby down because it's just like my body's like, yes, nourish me. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. So I love it. And it like, I really do feel better. Yeah. Um, so Selena, she's like, stick with it for at least two weeks. Cause at first I'm like, I don't really know if this is doing anything. You guys. So I've been on it. I've been doing celery juice for probably three weeks to a month now. So every yeah. morning, um, my pouch pain's completely gone. That's awesome. Completely. Like, and before I would have like a, it would just get irritated. Like anytime after I'd eat, it'd get irritated. Like it was irritated all the time. Right. Sometimes I would, when I would go, I don't know if you've experienced this, you probably have, but like you go to the bathroom and you feel like you're done, but like your, your muscles are still like contracting yeah. and then like blood would sometimes come out for me completely gone like that's awesome i you guys i swear i like I, sometimes i'm like what is happening like this isn't real life like yeah. I, it just feels so much, much better in better. there it's crazy and like oh sorry i meant to say for any of you who wants to try it um you like take it in the morning and then he advises not to eat or drink anything for like 15 to 20 minutes yeah um so usually like i'll i'll time it and like i'll make sure i don't and then i'll drink like an electrolyte solution and i'll take some like my digestive enzyme and then i'll wait 15 more minutes and then i'll eat breakfast yeah oh my gosh i mean like now i'm so like I'm, my body i think is just so like expecting it like i crave it in yeah. the morning it's so good and like now i don't crave celery so that's the first thing in the morning mm-hmm. that you do then. Yeah. Okay. Which he does say in the book, like that's ideal. Um, first thing in the morning to do it. But like the, well, this is, sorry, this is what I've, I've like, cause I haven't read the book, but I've saw like excerpts of it. Right. Um, 
he said that like you can do it later on in the day, but you just have to make sure that you don't eat anything. I think like two hours prior. Um, yeah. It's supposed to be like on an empty stomach to help with. Yeah. It's, I digest, mean, like, digestion. Yeah. I'd yeah. be curious to, like, I mean, I'm not going to, like, stop any of the protocol that I'm doing right now with sure. Charlene, but I think it's, like, a multitude of things. But, man, I think celery juice is, like, because it's also, um, it detoxifies, but it also helps. It's, like, an antibacterial. And, like, my main issue is bacteria. Was, yeah. So, yeah, with I mean. Antibiotics. I would just highly recommend it for anybody. Because I've seen the change, like, like, I don't know if you've ever heard when people talk about like the gospel and how they're like, when you hear the good news, like it's just, right. you need, like, don't you want to share it and shout it at the rooftops? Like you've been saved. And it's like, yes, but that's how I feel as like, I have a little, not nearly as, you know, it's not on the level of Jesus Christ, but I'm just saying like celery juice. I'm like, I want to tell everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Cause about it's, it. I mean, the relief I have felt is insane. Which like, is awesome. Yeah. Guys, for example, I, yesterday was Sunday. So I went to the 1030 church service and then I'm on the worship team. So we had rehearsal afterwards. So I was there from 1030 to three. And also he got Chipotle for us for lunch. Nice. I ate Chipotle. And See? because what Anthony was saying, like I was kind of, I'm feeling better. So I'm like, I'm going to try and dabble a little bit and see, see what's going on. So I got, usually I don't eat Chipotle number one. The right. chicken in the past was like a serious, like butt torpedo, like apples. Like yeah. I could not, and it burned my butthole. Yeah. So I got chicken. Yep. Obviously. <laughs> rice the tomatoes which tomato too even wow because mm-hmm, like the skin and stuff um a light sour cream because <laughs> i don't ever do dairy and well that's a lie i'd eat cheese but certain <laughs> cheese okay cheese yeah this is why i can't get through stories because i have to like throw in these tidbits that no one actually cares about anyway you guys i only went to the bathroom once and it was prior to eating the chipotle it was literally just to like pee See? But I also like, you know. Yeah, out of convenience. Oh my gosh. And then like, I, I kind of like by the end, by three o'clock, I like could feel my, my J-Pouch was kind of like, yeah, like you could go. And I was like, no, I want to go at home. And you could do it. And I could do it. Awesome. What? Like in the, I mean, that could never happen in the past. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, I mean, obviously like I know, well, glory to God, because healing ultimately comes through him. But absolutely, I think like he has placed people like Selena to like throw me like be like celery juice, and then like Charlene has been amazing, yeah. and like I so sorry I've been off antibiotics for I think over two months now. Wow. Oh, that was the other thing. So this was a cool fun fact that Charlene taught me. So okay, my surgeon was like, hey. After you're done with your course of antibiotics, start taking probiotics. Like, and they prescribed me this probiotic. So it's supposed to be like high potency that you can only get over the counter. So I think it was like a hundred billion CFU or something. Uh-huh. Which CFU is like the amount of different strains and like bacteria, whatever. So he was like, Yeah, the prescription said take one in the morning, one at night, right? Yeah. So I was doing that and like still felt awful, felt no different, whatever. So Charlene was explaining, she's like, Yeah, so the FDA, because they like monitor supplements and all this stuff. Um, people who have supplements want to cover their asses because they don't want, um, like if anyone were to overdose, for instance, yeah, they don't want to get sued. So they dose it like comp- way far under what it actually should be and like what you can actually tolerate Okay, just to cover themselves. So like she was saying like turmeric, for example, I mean, these like doses are like 300 milligrams or something. She's like, you should be taking like at least a thousand. Wow. And I take 2000 three times a day. So six yeah my gosh math um and you know like i'm fine like i'm not 
but it's definitely like you have to tailor it to your body but like with the probiotics for instance dude i oh i gotta take one i brought it up here remind <laughs> me <laughs> i gotta pop that actually i am popping that like candy so like i'll take one in like after my celery juice and after i eat i'll wait like an hour and i'll pop some then like i'll eat lunch and then like an hour or two later i'll pop in between and then at night i'll take some because she was like dude you are not taking nearly enough like you have wrecked your gut bacteria with taking like all these antibiotics pump it and like again i would never have known that right so that's like a huge right, game changer right too. right people I think. right time right place yeah like I'm sleeping through the night. I mean, I only get up one time. I'll be honest. I think the frequent flushies will enjoy this. <laughs> but like last night, for instance, like I've been able to fart a little bit more. Yeah. I think I got a little too cocky last night because I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm so comfortable. I don't want to get up. And uh, I was like, I think I'll just fart and like hopefully that'll let me go back to bed. Definitely sharted. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a little poop stain in there. Yeah. But yeah. I was able to hold it off. Like in the past, it just would have like crapped my, you know, my pants. Right. It was awesome. Better day. Yeah. I wasn't even mad. I was like, this yeah. is great. Like, I'm half out of it, wiping my butt. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't even care that I have to change my underwear because it's amazing. Right. And like. Huge difference. Yeah. Like I was able to sleep from 1130 to five, which I've also noticed like I stopped eating a little bit like a couple hours before bed. Um, and that helps. Mm -hmm. And like my natural path was saying like this one culture at a camera is like, are, have you, I can't pronounce it. They're super into like holistic and like body timing and da da da. And she was saying how they believe that like for your body to function at its best, people should wake up between like 4.30 and 6 in the morning. And I'm like, okay. huh. And then like go to bed, I think at like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. And wow. then like your body will adjust to its like normal cycle. Rhythm, and yeah. she's like, I mean, you can still feel healthy, but like when, until you do that, like you feel, they say that the claim is like, you feel amazing, whatever. But they <laughs> were saying how like normal people should stop eating at least four hours before bedtime. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Whatever. And I was like, well, and I texted her. I was like, well, like I have shorter guts. So I feel like I could probably do it in two hours. She's like, no, but like the goal for us is to try and get you to like, she was just because you have shorter gut. Like I, a lot of the time, like how fast you pass stool is like lifestyle food, all these things right. that really aren't tied to like how much gut you have. And I was like, well, that's a good point. But anyway, yeah. And like, I just, you guys, I just feel so good. That's an awesome, I feel so good. awesome, awesome, awesome thing yeah. to hear. Oh, also I'm off Humira. Which is another amazing thing. Yeah. That was interesting because, and uh, I don't want to tell, I don't want to say this because I feel like you're going to yell at me because <laughs> we've like, I feel like such a hypocrite saying that. No, I think it's fine. I didn't tell my GI doctor <laughs> <laughs> and I know we're always like, tell them, keep them up to loot. You know, it's just, I don't really feel heard right now by him. Uh huh. And I just kind of wanted to do it <laughs> so that like I could get back on it. So like, okay, they had ordered me um, a Humira antibody test. Okay. So essentially like you go in, get your labs drawn and it just helps to show if your body, cause like if you're on a medicine, sometimes, not all the time, your body can start to form um, antibodies to it. Right. So then it's basically rejecting it. So it's like not safe for you to continue the medication. Um, and I think it's really just with biologics. I believe. Yeah. Um, so they wanted me to make sure like I wasn't in any toxic level. So I just went and got it checked before I got off of it and I was normal. Right. So he messaged me on my chart and like at that time I was like, okay, I'm going to stop it. And yeah. he was like, continue. It seems to be working. Continue the dose, you know, whatever you're doing for the same amount of time. And I'm like sitting there and I get, I haven't been very truthful to him. So like I can't, or very truthful, very honest to him. So like I, I can't fault him 
for not knowing that. But like, I mean, I have kept him up to speed. And how many times have I messaged him and like, I need antibiotics. I need antibiotics. I need it. Like right. this Humira is not working. Yeah. And even my surgeon was like, dude, this isn't doing jack. Well, I think that's what, when we had talked about yeah. it that one time, you had said that the Humira for what your surgeon had said, mm -hmm. there was a conflicting viewpoint. Yes. Your surgeon said one thing, your GI doctor said another. Yes. Which like talking to, I remember my mom and I had a conversation in the kitchen and she's like, you know, I even feel better knowing that your surgeon was on board with that, you know? And like I did too. Right. But I kind of had a moment. I'm like, you know what? I'm a freaking NP. Like I can make this clinical decision. I get, I'm not an IBD expert, but it's like whatever. So my last <laughs> dose I checked the other day was January 6th. Okay. And I just stopped it because I was like, yeah, this isn't doing what it's supposed to do anyways. And like, guys, I mean, this is not, okay. If you're on Humira or any biologic and you like, oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> do what you think is right for your body. But I would probably like, again, I'm a hypocrite would inform your doctor. I've just been a weird place. But I am super glad that I, I mean, I feel so much better, right. like so much better. It's and like, huge. I feel like I look like I feel healthier. Like I literally have been able to work out for the past like two weeks. Like I feel well enough because yeah. for so long I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Like I couldn't do anything. Worked and out today. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I was able, like, I, I, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like my body There's is absorbing. Yeah. Finally. And it's like, and I remember I was, cause I was taking those boost shakes. Yep. Um, they have such, it's like such, it's so bad for you. Cause I was like, I told Charlene, I'm like, yeah, but it's like the only thing that's calorically dense. She's like, well, no wonder it has like sunflower oil and like, literally sugar like all this stuff she goes sarah i get you need calories understand that she goes but also it comes to a point of like what are you nourishing your body with and this is not nourishment so like yes you might add calories but they're not the right calories for you okay and that made sense i was like okay so she kind of changed my tune on that but like i really do feel better and yeah. i yeah i see a difference <laughs> I think it's, yeah i do i That's can really tell encouraging yeah yeah so, yeah, I mean, God bless. I mean, praise God. But, um, yeah, I'm excited. So I'm hoping this lasts. Yeah. hope I can continue off of antibiotics. Um, the goal with Charlene, we're going to try and, like, kind of scale back on how much probiotics I'm taking and see, like, how well I can, whoa, can do with that. So, yeah. Things go there, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. things are – I'm so sorry. That was supposed to be, like, a five-minute thing, and that turned into, like, 20. But, you know. An awesome update. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And important. I'm just glad we're both feeling better. High five. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> There we go. Got mm. it. Yes. So anyway, that is up to date, up to speed. On how you're doing. Yeah, with Anthony and I. Go us. Good. All right. What are we moving on to? Well, I think that we are at the point of our episode with talking about how to find a GI doctor in a brand new place. So Ooh, let's do it. This goes along with one of our awesome listeners who was asking about how do you do this? Mm -hmm. They're moving to a new place. And it kind of makes you think and wonder if this was something that is on your horizon or you're moving or maybe you're a college student and you're in a different state moving to a, a different one, you know, after college for a job or even job transfer, things like yep. that. It's important to know the right steps and how to find the perfect one that matches with you. Mm -hmm. Um Going into this with what we're about to tell you to always know that it might not be the first one that you go to. You might not feel comfortable with right, right. off the bat. And yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. okay thing. It's normal. You have to be comfortable and know that you're going to be able to be honest with your doctor and that you also value their feedback 
to you as well, too. That's what's most important for your health. And that's what we talk about being an advocate for your health, too. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm having technical difficulty. (laughs) Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you. Okay. My headphones are taking a kapoop. They're back now. But yes, every like complete, which actually is one of the points. Oh, yes. Look at you. Jumped ahead. No, but no, but it's an excellent point. So Um, we basically, I mean, there was things we already thought of like on our own, but I think it's always good to, you know, get some resources. So we actually went to healthgrades.com. They had some two pretty awesome articles. So we kind of like read them and then summarized essentially. Yeah. So um, the first one is to get referrals. So that can either be from like your primary care or if you see other healthcare providers um, or even like family or friends or if you know anyone in the medical field who may work with, you know, a GI doctor or whatever. But um, usually primary care have a lot of good referrals just because like that's what they do. I mean, yeah. you, you punt to other specialties when people have like more serious issues in one, uh, you know, organ right. or another. Yeah. So get referrals if you can prior to leaving. Um, yeah. So that's number one. Number two is to research the GI's credentials. Um, it's really important to make sure that they're board certified as a GI for appropriate care. That's mm. an important one. Mm-hmm. Um, no history of things like malpractice or disciplinary action. That would be important to look at. Yeah. Healthgrades.com also says that you can see all of this on their website as well as patient satisfaction scores. Oh, that's cool. That's helpful. Which I have seen and have used healthgrades.com yeah. before for different things. It's even neat just to get on and look at the doctor that you might have. Yeah, you know, and see what it says. <laughs> to see what it says. Now, again, take things with a grain of salt because True. look at the general consensus of what people are saying, right? Yeah. You know, you're going to have people, it's, you're never going to have 100% of people satisfied with a person or a service. But yeah. if you can look at the general consensus, mm-hmm. I know some of them have like stars for ratings, right. like probably like five star, you know, yes. things like that. But go with the general consensus and then it should make you feel better to make that decision. Again, if you're not comfortable with them when you go to see them, it's okay. Switch and find somebody that works for you. Yeah. And I think this means no disrespect to anybody, but. Sorry, I'm having a burping attack. Um, Like, especially in this day and age, I feel like with this culture now, that's like everyone's offended about the air, you know, or like whatever. Like people are just offended about whatever they want to be offended about. And please, with a grain of salt, like I know some things are much more important topics, but I mean, like there's sometimes like little things I think that people get really upset about. So keep that in mind. Like he was saying, just kind of when you look at reviews, some people could get upset over like a very tiny thing that maybe is more particular to them than it would be to you. So again, like read thoroughly. Don't just take it because yeah, right. I would, I would read the comments and not just like four out of five stars. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, cool, cool, cool. Okay. So kind of off of that is just consider an experienced practitioner. So I think for people with IBD, like us, you'd probably want someone who specializes in that. Um, so for instance, like I know your doctor, I mean, he's GI, but like, I think he does specialize with IBD because I remember he was the first one I saw actually, but that was for celiacs. He does. Um, but like my GI doctor at the Cleveland clinic is like head of the IBD like department or whatever. Or I think he is. Um, but he's high up there with that. So I think that's super important. I mean, you don't want just a GI doctor. You want someone who knows right. your disease. I mean, yeah. you're just doing yourself a disservice if they're not that specialty. Knowledgeable about, yeah. 
Next up would be to consider gender. I thought that was an interesting one, but it made sense. Yeah, I think um, when you consider gender, you might, you know, obviously you're discussing personal things like bowel movements as well as other issues that may contribute. So, you know, kind of going along with things like (laughs) things, menstrual cycles, pregnancy, things like that too. Yeah. For, you know, females perspective on things. Yeah. It just depends. Well, and I remember you're comfortable with. Yeah, like I had a discussion with my dad one time. Um, because I when I was like applying for jobs, I mean at one point I was just like applying to whatever. And one of them was a testosterone specific, like men specific clinic, but they were open to like females um working there. And I just asked my dad, I was like, how comfortable would you be if you had like a 20-something female, you know, discussing testosterone or like doing stuff? He was like, to be honest, like I would not. Yeah. I would not feel comfortable. So, and like, that makes sense to me because it's like, that's, you know, whatever. I mean, some people that doesn't bug them at all. Right. But just, I guess that's like a self-reflection on you. Like, see what you're comfortable with, what you're not, and um, go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I've actually never had a female doctor. GI doc? I've had, okay, OBGYN's female. Yes. But other than that, no. I've had all males. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. Research hospital quality. So, um, whoever you choose, like, just remember that wherever she or he works, that's where you're going to be most of the time. So make sure that it's a hospital that you want to be treated at. Um, also another important thing about that is like considering the distance from where you live in case you do have a flare or like heaven forbid, another emergent thing that goes on. Um, you want to be able to not, you know, not live like two hours away from the closest hospital for you. Yeah. Or like wherever your doctor works. Um, another big thing is just to make sure that the provider is within your insurance network. That's huge. Um, which, yeah, that, I mean, just find out wherever, if you get a new job, for right. instance, if that's why you're moving, just make sure that they're covered. Out of network, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. And the transition period, I'm sure, from old insurance to new insurance. I don't know. It's not a venture that I've gone on before, but right. I'm sure that would be something to research and check into. Mm-hmm. So, um, number six is that you have to consider the availability and openness to new ideas. So that might mean that um, check the means by which you can contact the office. How open are they? You know, to, are they email? I know we've talked about my chart as a way that we've communicated, like an online platform platform Mm -hmm. with doctors after hour services. I know my doctor and his medical team, they have an after hour number if it's an emergency to call. And then one of their five doctors, you know, that they have there will call you back. I've used it before. Yeah. Um, which is so nice. Yeah, it is. Um, so having that determine how popular your specialist is. So is he or she too busy that you cannot get in for four months when you schedule an appointment? Yeah, That's huge. I think that can be big yeah bummer well especially with this illness yeah because i think sometimes especially in like acute flare-ups i mean you need medical attention sometimes if it's that severe like right asap and if you can't get in, like in, a, in an appointment and even like sometimes you just need peace of mind like right this happened let me talk to you like yeah you're gonna i mean it's great that they're flourishing with their business and clearly they're good at what they do but like you also want someone who's going to be able to get available in. yeah yeah to see um, finally determine if the doctor is willing to have discussions about your diet, alternative treatments, etc. They might be more of the Western medicine, yeah. you know, idea, or I think it's a good 
thing to have a balance between those of what I, you could do. I really enjoy my doctor for the most part, but I think if I had to do it all over again, I would probably incorporate, like that's huge for me now. Right. Um, just based on my journey. So I think that's something I would have paid yeah. more attention to, I think. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, a couple of other things to follow up on too, mm. going off of that. Yeah. So evaluate their communication style. Do they speak to you in terms that you can understand? So are they talking over your head? Mm. Are they making eye contact, talking to you, making you feel valued when you're there? Like yeah. they're actually listening to you instead of feeling rushed and out the door. Um, is there a team care approach with it? Could also be a thing. So like you were just saying, like not just Western medicine, but another approach is there things like where they have connections to a dietitian, um, a psychiatrist? Yeah. Things like that that can be necessary to work together to give referrals without hesitation. Yeah. Which you I have to beg for it. Right. right. And I think that's like a huge component of healing, at least for this condition, um, or even just like getting you to some homeostasis. You know what I'm saying? Like, because right. when I was in the hospital, and I think. Unfortunately, I think the bigger hospitals with the financial means are able to do that. Like they're able to have this team, like an IBD team. So I remember when I was looking at possibly going to the Mayo Clinic just to get like a second opinion, they have like an IBD team, which is literally like the GI doc, like an NP, a psychiatrist, a dietitian, like a physical therapist for goodness sakes. Like they have a, everything you could possibly need with this illness like they have. And Cleveland Clinic as well claims that they have that, and which is true because when I was in the hospital for my flare in January of 2020. Um, they put a dietitian on board. Like there was a lot of outpatient, but it was very easy for them to schedule. Like this right. girl literally, um, she was awesome. She, uh, specialized in IBD, which nice. is so fantastic. But again, like some places, depending on where you are, might not have that, which is totally okay. But just further openness to be able to like refer that they don't have this ego of like, oh, I'm going to take care of it all by myself. Like, no, you need help sometimes. Right. Exactly. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent off that's, that one. It's all good. Um, read patient reviews. We kind of talked about that. But um, this website was saying how like most reviews include um, a per, like a patient's experience with scheduling appointments, wait times, the office environment, and office friendliness. So like just keep that in mind because they might not even be like rating the doctor him like him or herself or yeah. the practitioner him or herself. They might be, you know, these other outside factors that like maybe that's like super important to someone like the wait time while another person is like, well, the office was dirty, you know, like whatever yeah. tickles your fancy. Um, yeah. Just make sure read the reviews. I think that's huge, but I think that's huge for anything. Yeah. Like, I mean, before I go to restaurants, I read reviews. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm not going to go there. Or, okay. I'll go there. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I think kind of going along with that, when you were talking about office environment, office friendliness, that goes along with, scheduling an appointment mm -hmm. so once you've narrowed it down schedule an appointment so you can get a feel for the practitioner in person trust your gut on whether you think they will be a quality fit or not i think that's huge so especially when you're making appointments or i know that my gi doctor has a medical assistant and his medical assistant is awesome. Mm. I call and she knows, you know, they get to know you Yes. after a while, you know, because yeah. it's such a fine line that you walk with IBD that mm -hmm. one moment things can be going fine with the medication that you're on, or it might not be just the right fit just yet for you. Right. And I remember, especially in the beginning, I was calling it felt like every other week saying like, yeah, this worked, this didn't work. What should I do now? I'm experiencing this symptom. You know, it was very much, and that was also my disease progressing to from mm -hmm. a mild to a moderate, you know, yeah. state. 
Well, especially so, in the beginning too, I think it's just a cluster. You know, you're you're just getting you're used introduced. To it. Yeah, yes. your body's kind of like what? Like it's just havoc all around. Yeah. So I think it's huge that yeah. like it seemed like the availability and like the comfort that gave you. I'm sure it does to know that like at a drop of a hat you can call them. Call and then yeah, yeah they're more than and that's what at least at my office they keep call. I'd rather you call so I know that things are going. You yes. Know, okay, or how I can better help you. Which makes you feel like a valued person as a whole and not just like this number that like they need to meet. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. So I I think that is the number one takeaway for me, at least personally. Like that's what I would look for is just like, is your practitioner like able to listen to you, open to alternative treatments? And that might not even be like, even if they don't agree, which is totally fine. But at least they are open to the discussion. Right. And you're not, you don't feel closed off. You don't feel like you're not heard. And I think that's where sometimes like I feel. Exactly. Um, But yeah, I think that's huge. And then like the article was saying that you would, once you think you've nailed down the person, schedule an appointment ASAP because that way like you can get a feel. Because like that might, like Anthony said at the beginning, like he he or she might not be a good fit. Right. Like I saw um, a psychologist, oh, therapist, sorry. And uh, the first one, loved her. She was amazing. But she had to leave because she was a chronic illness specialist. Yeah. Um, She had to leave because she has a chronic illness. So it's like she was in the right field because, of course. But then the next person I had, like, it just – and this was – she was very nice, kind woman. But, like, we just did not connect. Connect. So – I th- you will know. Like, I think you'll really know. And, like, I just love, listen to your gut. Yeah. Because <laughs> our guts are so jacked. But, hey. But, hey, it's going to tell you a thing or two. It's considered the second brain. By yes. the way. <laughs> it knows what it's doing. Anyway, um, last but not least, we just wanted to provide you with some resources. So, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, like, if you ever are questioning something or, like, need a resource, I would instantly go to them first because it's fantastic. Their website's great. So, actually, if you go, you can um, – it's find a medical expert is like the title, but how you get there is you go to www.cronescolitisfoundation.org. And then there's a, at the top, there's a column that says like patients and caregivers. So you'll click that. And then there will be find a medical expert. And then from there you can type in like your zip code or city or whatever. Um, and they have a plethora of things listed. Um, also just fun fact, if you're in a new place and you kind of want to find community, with IBD, um, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation is another great source. They have local resources. Um, so you can, again, like type in zip code, city, state, and you can find a local chapter or support group or even local events based on your location. Yeah. I think that's huge. I mean, like Tony and I do the Take Steps Walk. Yeah. Love it. Um, you know, I, I've, I told you guys I was like involved in a camp oasis. Like, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's a game changer when you get to meet other people with Funny. IBD. You just like don't feel so alone and it's nice having someone to, yeah, like yeah. kind of understand. And then this one, I'll be honest, it's kind mm-hmm. of funny. So the American College of Gastroenterology. So it's literally www.gi.org. Um, and then on the far left column, kind of down towards the bottom, there's find a gastroenterologist. So you can type in your zip code, et cetera. Yeah. I did type in, first I did 442. I did our zip code. Sure, sure, sure. I think who knows. Then I typed and it like was like zero things found. I'm like, okay. And we don't live in like bum fudge nowhere. So anyway, then I typed in our city and state and it still was like zero. So then I was like, all right, Lexington, Kentucky. And it had like a plethora. So take that with a grain of salt. I don't know how many, how much they have on there, but yeah. So well, it goes along then. That's it. That's all we got for that section. Yes. Anything else to add? I mean, I think we nailed it all pretty good and just 
good luck on your journey yeah, to yeah. our loyal listener. Yeah, and definitely, I mean, I think most IBDers are pretty type A individuals. Um, sure are. I would not, <laughs> I would not put that on the back burner because um, I'm sure a move is super chaotic. You have so much going on. But like put your health first and know because you never know with this disease like when a flare is going to happen, when you're going to need medical attention. So like definitely get that situated right off the rip so then you can relax. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On to our final segment. Do, 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 do. Okay. It's going to be a fun time. <laughs> it is. So. Awesome. We're going to play Would You Rather. Here we go. Do you want, do you want me to be odds? You can be evens? Sure. Okay. Before we start, though, I found these two things that I thought were kind of... They made yeah, I want to hear They these. made me chuckle. <laughs> they were memes, though. So, like, obviously, I can't describe the meme, but... Well, this one I can. It was like... It just had a wolf head. So that's it. Anyway, it said, autoimmune disease, because the only thing tough enough to kick my ass is me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, because I was like, it's so true. Get it? Yeah. Because, like... Kicking. Yeah. Your, your autoimmune own, disease, like, yeah. attacks yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then are you ready for this joke? Yeah. Don't read the... Dang it, you probably already read the punchline. No, I didn't. Okay. Hey, Tony. Hey, Sarah. Have you ever heard of the movie Constipation? (laughs) No. That's because it hasn't come out yet. (laughs) 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 IBD jokes for the win. Yes. Okay, we're done with that. All right. Would you rather... Here we go. Yes. Well, we'll both both answer, but I'm going to propose this to Tony. Yeah. Would you rather have a live-in chef or a live-in do-everything-else person? So, for instance, the so the person who's a chef just would make you food, whatever you wanted, like be your nutrition advisor. The other person would pick up your prescriptions, schedule all your doctor's appointments, clean the toilets you will utterly destroy, <laughs> order Calmoceptine for your butt, um, order you wet wipes. Like they, any IBD yeah. need besides food will be – like well, they'll go grocery shopping. They won't make you the food, though. Okay. So you have like this person who will do literally everything, schedule everything, or you have a live-in chef who will make you any food you want, whenever you want. I'm going to go Oh, I'm so curious. with a live-in chef, actually. Yeah, me too, actually. And I think the live-in chef, hopefully, would be the one that would know, like, according to, like, my nutrition and diet needs. Yeah. That hopefully we could, like, nail it down to that, that they would know, like, okay, this is what... I'm going to make you and your body's going to be okay with it. You know, (laughs) things in the past to try new and different things, you know, being a chef, Mm. you can experiment and do different things with different food. Um, so yeah, I think I would go with a live in chef. Smart, smart. I, there's no wrong answers here, but that's the right one. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I, I think I would do that too, because I think it just boils down to like what stresses you out more, like meal prepping and like, Trying to figure out what suits you or like making food. Yeah. Because that's, that takes a huge chunk out of your it day. Does. Like, um, or is it the fact that you do have to go pick up or like you have to schedule GI appointments or you have to get all this other stuff? Like, but I would say that probably having a live, like, I think, yeah. So I would choose live in chef. Awesome. Nice. Nice. All right. Okay. Here is my would you rather. Oh, gosh. Would you rather mm-hmm. change the future mm-hmm. or change the past? But you cannot alter the fact that you have IBD. That's a good one. Okay, so like, but the future, like, you can manipulate, like, so is it like you would know, like, you have information of the future and you can manipulate it, I correct? think, yeah. Okay. That's, that's the way how I'm, I read That's it. how I'm interpreting? Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Because like, okay, for instance, I could go back and change the fact that I had surgery. Yeah, really. But what if there's something ahead that like having that surgery was... <sighs> Boy. I think... Man, that's a tough one because I don't I like, know. I don't like, I'm not God. I'm not going to, but you know what? If we're going to, if we're going to play that, <laughs> I think I would change my future. Really? Yeah. Cause I, I'm a firm believer in what you go through in the past. Oh, crud. I just Shapes thought of something that I are. really wish I could change. Yeah. I'm not going to tell what I'm talking about though. Oh yeah. Crud. Oh, does it like, does it have to be IBD related? Or can it just be like anything in my past? I think we can make it anything in your past if you want to. <laughs> okay, I changed. I changed. I changed my past. Okay, I'm, I take it back. Okay. There's well, there's just one thing because I am a firm believer that like the past makes you who you are, whatever. But this I would like particularly would love to take away because I think I would still become the person I am without that. Yeah. 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 What about you? This is a tough one I because. Know. The key part in it says, but you cannot alter the fact that you have IBD. Right. That's off the table. That would be something that I for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure, would alter. Which is interesting because there's a question later. Okay. Oh, I'm so curious to see what you'll say now. This is the first time <gasps> reading through these two. Yeah, discussing. Okay. We've looked at them. We just haven't so you, discussed them yet. So wait, which one would you do? Would you rather change the then future? Tony, if you changed IBD, I would never met you. I know. See, that's the, world the other bonus me. too, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Would you rather change the future? But you don't know what the future... I mean, like, you, you would know what you the would future know. would know. Like, you be. could change something in your future. You would have access to that. Because obviously, like, we know our past. So you I'm gonna know go what you with would that. change. I am going to go so you're with you're going to change future? The future, yeah. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. This is so interesting. Yeah. Wow. I think I would go with that. Like... Would it be something IBD really? Well, no, it can't be. It can't be. Interesting. Maybe you'd be like, ah, pick different lotto numbers. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Win the lottery. This is such a thought provoking. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Number three. Are you ready for this? I am. Would you rather never have had IBD or never find love? Whoa. <laughs> and this is like your ultimate, like, best love of all time i mean obviously god loves you that's not going to change like romantic love yeah like your person <laughs> that's the one i was thinking of when you were like yeah no i would definitely change the fact that i had ibd man i know would you never have had would you rather never have had ibd or never find love so you'd be healthy but you'd never be able to like find your person you'd be alone forever i'm gonna say that i would want to find that right person and that if I found that right person, I know that they would love me for my condition. For all that tooting and pooting. And all that, <laughs> all that comes with it. Yeah. And I would love them just the same if they had any condition. And hearts well. melted everywhere. <laughs> he's, he's single, folks. Hit us up. What's up? <laughs> he's a catch. Let me tell you. Um, Doing a little. <laughs> I am. A little advertisement. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Hi. Um, wow, that was an annoying high. Uh, I am on the same page as you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would. Yeah, I'd poop all damn day. Just um, to find that, I, you know. I don't want to knock on wood. Man, I, don't, I really. I mean, no, that's not how it works. I can confidently say I believe I've, I've found that love. And I would not trade it for anything. Which is awesome. Thank you. So thank awesome. You. I would never trade that. I would, yeah, like I said, I'd poot and poop and crap my pants and wear it to pen. 
questions. All dang, dang time for you, boo-boo. Okay. <laughs> your turn. Would you rather have all of your IBD medication paid for or all of your colonoscopy procedures paid for for the rest of time? Oh. Meds or colonoscopy? Which insurance technically can cover both. It does. Gosh. Oh man, but like Humira and Tivia. To be fair though, you have like Humira card. Like right. so really I don't I don't, I didn't have to spend that much. Which makes you wonder what like how are they anyway, mm-hmm. that's a whole other <laughs> rabbit hole we are not gonna go down. <laughs> um I think I would say colonoscopy procedure. Well, I know. Darn nabbit. Because, like, by, for us IBDers, when you meet your deductible, <laughs> like, you sure Jan- do. 2020, my deductible was met real fucking quick. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally in January. Um, and you have to have colonoscopies every year. Which, do insurances cover that? Oh, probably after you're 50. After your. So, for us, we have to get one. Well, not every year, but like very frequently. Yeah. Wait, how frequently do you, did he advise you? I, right now, I've done them every year. Okay, um, same. I've been a little over a year now, though, at this point. I think in August it'll be two years. Yeah. But the last one that he did have me do, he did say two years for it. <gasps> Which Come is back amazing. Come two years. So All right. it'll be probably this August. We'll have been two years. Okay. So I'll be this I, one. I think I'm going to go with I would have my colonoscopy procedures paid for on the basis that... My hope would be that I could get off of medications and colonoscopies you can't really get out of. Like you, you should right. for your own safety reasons, like get that checked out because you never know what's going on up in there. Right. So yeah, that's my answer. I'm going to go with the same exact thing that you just said too. Nice. I agree. hundred nice, percent. Nice, nice. Oh, this is one of my favorites. Uh, Are you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> I think for you though, like keep, like if you were in a flare. Yeah. But for me, I poop all the time. So like whatever. All right, are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> Would you rather be trapped in a onesie without a butt flap? Okay, so you have to take that mf off every single time. Like, Man. strip on down your butt naked before you sit on that toilet seat. Um, forever. But, <laughs> but yeah. you, like, obviously you can have multiple. Like, it, I'm not cruel. Like, you're not going to, like, have to be in the same freaking one. Forever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry. Would you, okay, wait. Would, oh gosh, I'm last my place. Okay, would you rather be trapped in a onesie without a butt flap forever, or have to use a porta potty anytime you want to use the bathroom forever? Onesie, hands down. <laughs> I know we do. Hands down. Onesie, man. I would. I would get so many different flavors. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we would start a trend. I, well, not really. I don't know. They're always in style. Well, without a butt flap, dude, you're getting naked. I mean, like for girls, like if you ever wear rompers, it's like the same life. So you're like in, and like I hate like in public bathrooms because there's slits. Like you don't obviously look in there, but like when you, you know, like you're what <laughs> she's butt naked. <laughs> she's butt naked. Yeah, no ones you force. Porta potties are literally my nightmare. Yeah, I can't stand. Oh, I have I legit like have horror dreams, nightmares. That's what they are. Horror, horror, horror dreams. Horror. <laughs> Horrific dreams. Uh, we're like, I'm trapped. Usually, because I'm, you guys, fun fact, like one of my pet peeves, and I'm really, I hate chewed gum. Like, I can't stand oh, chewed gum. People, right it, there with it, you. I can't. I'm getting, oh, I'm getting yep. really grossed out right now. Is like one time I was tucked in a porta potty and the toilet seat was full of chewed gum. <laughs> and like, I had to, but I really had to poop. So I, <laughs> Tony's gagging. Ugh. It was horrible. Like, it was horrible. Screw clowns, man. I'll take clowns all day. 
don't put a fruit potty and chewed gum up in front of me. Nope. No way. All right. I guess that was kind of an easy one, but I like it. But still, I like it. All right, go ahead. Would you rather sleep through the night but go to the bathroom every hour during the day Mm -hmm. or only go once during the day and get up multiple times at night? Whoa. (sighs) That's a crappy life either way. (laughs) Yeah. Sophie's choice. Um, What is that from? I don't know. I like drop that phrase. You hear I hear it all know. the time, yeah. though. But it's a real like... pan. Is it pan? No, no, no. That's opening Pandora's box. It's a real <laughs> Pandora's choice. Is it a Sophie's box? Which one is that? <laughs> I can't. Okay, okay, okay. Focusing. I believe I would choose. Oh, man, dang! I can't believe I'm gonna say this. I think I would choose sleeping through the night. Oh crud! That sucks. I just thought about driving though. I know. You never get anywhere. No. Oh, boy. Or, like, if you were out on a date. I... But I think the reason why I say that initially is because, like, how important sleep is for your body and for healing. So if I have, if I have any chance of healing, I need sleep. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to do that. Damn, that sucks. My days are going to, well, better find a nice <laughs> butt cream. Oh, wait, I have it. <laughs> Shameless plug, Palmo Septine. It's the way to go. <laughs> That's just personal preference. Though, for real. <laughs> anyway, what about you? I'm going to go the opposite. Ooh. I'm going to go once during the day and get up multiple times at night. And I, I sh- know that bites big time. Yeah. Because, but I just can't imagine going every hour during the day, like during like a job, like working, like I guess my personal like teaching, I can't imagine. Which is crazy hour. to think like when I was at my sickest, I mean, I was going yeah, all the time. Yeah, and that's very true for people. Yeah, which now I look at, I'm like, that life is crazy. You know, and yeah, but right. like with this disease, sometimes it can be that severe where it's like, don't settle for that. Because right. Because I, I was like, I can do this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We should have yeah. marked like which ones we said the same and which ones we could do. Anyway. Right. All right, are you ready? <clears throat> yes. Would you rather be trapped in a small space alone with no bathroom access for the whole day or trapped in a small space with the thing you fear most with unlimited bathroom access. It's like, what's your biggest fear? Man. Like spiders or like clowns. Mine would be just thing. be a big thing of real life chewed gum <laughs> in a porta potty. Shaped as a porta potty. No, I'm <laughs> oh man, what do I fear most? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what? Our fear is probably not having bathroom. Probably. That's so, probably what stands out the most. I'm thinking of, like, the it clown. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that thing turns into, or, like, what's that thing in Harry Potter? A Bogart? No. Yeah. No, no. I think, it, no. Whatever it was that, like, remember, it's, like, in the third book movie that they step up to the, do you remember, like, the yes. closet? And, yes. like, it, it takes on what you fear most? Yes. Is that Azkaban? Yeah. The third one? Yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban? Yeah. yeah. Lu- yep. Professor Lupin, what's up? Yep. Okay. So would you rather be trapped in a small space alone with no bathroom access for the whole day or trapped in a small in a small space with the thing you fear most with unlimited bathroom access? Also, well, shoot, I know, I'm going to let you answer and then I'll, I'll tell you what I'm <sighs> wrestling with in this. This might not be a favorable one, but... I mean, you could ignore the thing that you fear the most. You'd have to really work. I guess it depends on what it would be. I'm going to go with that one. Small space with the thing you fear the most with unlimited. Yeah, I think 
I think I'd go with that one too, just because you'd explode if you didn't. I would straight die. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, because like then I thought I was like, okay, well, I'm alone, so and like the same. I can deal where you're going. Yeah, like it's my own crap. So like it's gonna smell like crap. But like whatever, I get used to it. Can like you know how people are like, oh, you well, never mind. (laughs) I was gonna say people are like, I think in the Austin Powers movie, it's like everybody likes their own brand or whatever. But I, I think farts. But I think poop, that's like a whole different ball game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's disgusting either way. But I th- I would like to think that the small space with the thing you fear most, I mean, that's like, a, at least I have unlimited bath. And you can't hide out in the bathroom, fun fact. So fun if fact. people were thinking that, that's cheating. But I think it's a good character building moment. Yep. And then hopefully by the end of that day, you're not afraid of it anymore. True. Yeah. All right. Truth. Cool, cool. We have 15 of these, by the way. These are great. So strap in. Room. Yeah. We're, we're we're going along. We're doing it. Would you would you rather be able to tolerate dairy again or tolerate any raw food again? Ooh. Mm. Well, because I do eat cheese now. But is that like? Are we approaching it as like if I can eat dairy, I can't eat raw food? But I can eat raw food, but I can't eat dairy. Yes. So I couldn't have cheese. Like that includes cheese. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. (gasps) But I love cheese. Or, but, like, it would be really nice to eat vegetables again. Cheese is my favorite, too. I mean, like, I dabbled in salad tonight. And, like, right now I'm getting a little poop. What are the poop waves? Which I haven't had. So I think it is the salad, probably. <sighs> Which I love salad. That's good. I had it this weekend, too. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to have to. You know what? I've been dairy. I've done dairy-free. And I've I've been. It's fine. I mean, cheese is the only thing I really missed. Um, So I'm going to go with. I would want to tolerate raw food. Okay. Yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. Bye bye, diary. The cheese. Bye-bye. I don't know if I could do oh, without. It's so good. So no to raw food. Bye bye. Yep, I'm gonna go with. It's fair. Yep. Yeah. I just yeah. like I miss like eating like raw vegetables and hummus or like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they so are good. good. They are really good. To me, um, yeah. Even though I was, well, okay. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why am I obnoxious? Like, I just, I write the law. Okay, are you ready? This is going to be great. Oh, geez. Would you rather have have formed stools that smell like a combination of roadkill <laughs> plus sewer gas plus boiled eggs that lingers in any bathroom you utilize for 24 hours and the strength of the smell never decreases? <laughs> uh, or um, have diarrhea with every stool, but it smells like your favorite aroma. So, for instance, mine would be like sandalwood or eucalyptus. And I pose that question because think about, like, what if you're on a date, right, and you're over their place and you have to use their bathroom? Are you going to go in there and, like, yeah, man, I had a form stool, but you lit that up and it's it's stuck in there for, like, they have to deal with that and, then, like, whatever. And I know they have, maybe they have multiple bathrooms. Maybe it's a single apartment. Maybe they only have one. Or would you rather have diarrhea and be like, oh, it smells amazing. Like, no longer would you need Febreze. Yeah, this is true. Or poopery, which, by oh. the way, to the first... It, it's like that does nothing for that that smells there man yeah should i read it again i'm gonna go with i think i got it i for the listeners oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, okay yeah yeah okay. would you rather would you rather have formed stools that smell like a combination of roadkill plus sewer gas plus boiled eggs that lingers in any bathroom you utilize for 24 hours and the strength of the smell never decreases <laughs> or 
have diarrhea with every stool, but it smells like your favorite aroma. And that's pleasant. So it's like pleasant to anybody. So with this, mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of like put a footnote with it here because it says, or have diarrhea with every stool. So if that is happening, diarrhea mm -hmm. usually means that you're dehyd can risk of dehydration that's true. is happening or you're spiraling towards a flare. True. So if either of those weren't the case, dehydration mm -hmm. or a flare. Like those were off the table. Or risk. Oh, yeah, diarrhea. Really? Yeah. I think it'd be a test. I think it would test my loved ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, do you really love me? Because I'm pooping out form stools, and that's amazing to me. That's a freaking, that's my Heisman trophy. You that's know what I'm saying? For it. That's I mean, open a window. I don't know, but if the smell doesn't never decreases though, <laughs> maybe sorry, just put everybody on else. a gas mask or caution tape on the well, door. It would just like numb the sense. Nose plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I think yeah. I mean, even though I love scents, but like I also love form stools. Like they bring me such joy. So I'd be like, and hey. people would know that you went oh, still. Yeah. So. I'd be like, do you embrace me for me? Yeah, I'd drop some stanky ass deuces, but diarrhea, yeah or no, right? It's I mean, a true test yeah, of if you love test. me or not. Bam. True test. All right. So Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather mm -hmm, mm -hmm. eat whatever you want but never be able to exercise again? And yes, your body would be affected. Okay. Or have to follow a strict diet and be able to exercise without fatigue slash running to the bathroom. Okay, let me get this straight. So like I could eat whatever I wanted. Yes. But I could, like, I would, um, like, if I were wanting to eat McDonald's every day, which I never would, but whatever, mm -hmm. I would get the repercussions from that. Yes. Okay. So, like, all, okay. And, like, for, and, like, could I at least walk? I mean, I, you have to walk. Yeah, places. yeah. So, but, like, you couldn't intentionally exercise. No. Okay. Or, what was it? Follow a strict diet and be able to exercise without fatigue or running to the bathroom. <sighs> Ability to eat whatever you want would be glorious because you know we can't do that now. Right. But I do enjoy working out, like not like meathead status, but like you know, <laughs> like it's sometimes you know it sometimes it feels good. Um, and I like having I like being you know I'd prefer my body to be like toned than not. You know I think I'm gonna go with I can't believe I'm saying this. Follow a strict diet. And be able to exercise without fatigue. Just because, like, we follow strict diets anyways and my life is still moving forward. I'm yeah. not, like, you know, it sucks. You have to have more discipline. But, like, whatever we can do it. Yeah. I just, I would feel like a total lard ass. I'm going to go with the same thing of following a strict diet and be able to exercise without fatigue. The most appealing part to it was without having to run to the bathroom. Yeah. And if I've got that personal chef Ooh. from the beginning, sure, question sure. number one then that also is a good thing because they could help with that strict diet. That's true. That. Well, and then you think and like strict diet. holding me accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make good stuff, yeah. you know? That's yep. fair. That's a good point. Ooh, I like that chef from number one bringing it back. Ooh, ooh. Are you ready for this I next am. one? Shoot. I am. <sighs> Tony. Yes. Would you rather be extremely rich but have severe IBD or be super poor but in perfect health? I can tell you right off the bat right now extremely poor perfect health same not even a question not even a question no, i think is i think it makes you reflect like going like not having a body that's like 
no one's perfect, but you know what I mean? Like healthy, mm-hmm. it makes you reevaluate and like value your health so much. And I truly believe like, if you don't have your health, like what do you have? Absolutely. It's just, it's very difficult. Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah. I mean, you know, it. like yeah. I notice in my life when I feel really good and when I feel really bad and like, there's a huge difference. Like I can barely like do anything. Yeah. And like, yes, I guess the argument could be like, well, if you're rich, you can buy like all the treatments or you can have any, but it's like, Meh. you can, but I'd rather. you're going to still have severe IBD and then yeah. be waylaid by that too. Yeah. yeah. We could have, we could be like tent buddies. We could. Like out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, I, that would be cool. Yep. We could like start fires together and like roast camp gluten yeah. Oh wait, we can eat whatever because be healthy. Right. Yeah. <gasps> there you go. Even though I'm not trying to minimize, like that that would suck to be like homeless or whatever. Right. I can't imagine. Not that. good. Yeah, but at least we'd have each other. We would. Okay, next one. Would you rather smell bad around the person you're on a date with or fart and burp uncontrollably around the person you're on a date with, but they don't smell? Like the burps or farts don't smell? Mm, yes. Oh, I'd fart and burp uncontrollably. Around the person. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're just Putin and it's like no smell, it's just basically air. And yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I have a physical problem. So deal with that. It definitely weed out like who wean out, weed out, whoever likes me yeah. for me. Yep. And I, I also like, I just don't, I don't think anyone does, but I don't like smelling bad. Yeah. I'm going to go with the same thing that you just said, because if it doesn't smell, then what's the difference? Right. You're just making noises. You're just making noises. And that's natural. All right, we're coming close to the end here, folks. These are great. All right. Ooh, this is a good one. Tony. Yep. I can't take full credit for this one, by the way. My boyfriend kind of helped me with this. Awesome. Would you rather spend a day with your dream idol or, like, celebrity? Like, whoever you would love to meet the most. Yeah. But have to wear the same pair of Depends the entire time because you can't use the bathroom. Like, the entire time you're with them, you cannot use the bathroom. So you just got to deuce it in your pants okay and you can't change it like so you're in the same deucing pants like you're essentially a toddler okay or an infant i'm gonna use an infant yeah yeah who doesn't get changed or spend a week in an isolated cabin with your worst enemy or at least the most irritating person you find on this planet with full bathroom access but for those of you who are like trying to find a weasel way out of it you can't hide out in the bathroom can you hide out elsewhere no No. okay so I'm gonna. That was a long one. So I'm gonna repeat it. Yeah. Would you rather spend a day with your dream idol and/or celebrity or the person you want to meet most in this world, but have to wear the same pair of Depends the entire time without bathroom access, so you're duking in your pants <laughs> the whole dang time, or spend a week in an isolated cabin with your worst enemy and/or most irritating person that you find irritating, uh, with full bathroom access, but asterisks. You cannot hide out in the bathroom. Like you have to be around that person the entire time. Yeah. So differences is that the first one was a day. The second mm-hmm. one was a, a week. week. But okay. it's with somebody that you is despise. your worst like, enemy. You despise. You despise. Cannot stand. Isolated cabin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could in the same room but you wouldn't talk to each other and just do your own thing and you'd be in silence i don't know if i could for a day be i like i just feel bad for my butt like it would chafe so bad ah man maybe like i guess we could change it and be like you could wear you could wear you'd have to wear depends the entire time but like you couldn't go to the bathroom like you couldn't go to a bathroom to use it so you would just have to like change out of your depends you just have to wear a diaper the whole time 
into a new one or keep the same one? Gosh, I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Does that make it easier if you're able to change the diaper? No, that makes it... Nope, nope, nope. You're in the same. You're duking. Duking all dang go day. go with... Man, I'm being a risk taker. A week in an isolated <laughs> cabin. But I'm not talking to whoever yeah. it is that's there. So this is where my dilemma comes in. Yeah, I want to hear. Okay, okay. So at the age of... The ripe age of 25, I was wearing Depends. <laughs> I lived that life. And let me tell you, when you shat your pants, like, there's no way you sit in that. You know what I mean? Like, no, you have you to change it. You have to. Um, I think, like, I'm a, I'm a very, I think all of us are very cleanly people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but that being said, it's a day. <sighs> I go to the bathroom. That'd be really heavy diaper. I know. I think that depends too on how often that you go as well. Ah, uh, man. I think I would invest in an extra, extra, extra large diaper. <laughs> but like it would be super cool to meet the person that you admire the most. You it know what would. I'm saying? It and would. like could I suck it up for a day? But also I would probably make them miserable with the smell. Hmm. Probably. But, ah, uh, man. It'd be hard for you to stomach it too probably. Because I also, well, then I would think that like your day would be tainted with that person. Cause the whole time you'd just be like, Oh my gosh, do I smell? Oh my gosh, I'm sitting in my sh poop. Like you're sitting down literally. Okay. No, yeah. that made it easy for me. I would, I would spend a week in a cabin with the person I despise most. And I think ignore them. Yeah. As much. As I mean, I'm can. sure like, I'm sure in this world, the would you rather world that yeah. you would have to do activities. Right. But, but yeah, that was a yeah. good one. Okay. Would you, Rather find true everlasting love or cure IBD. Ooh, that's a heavy one. That's a heavy one. Oh my gosh. I don't want to answer. That's so hard. It is. Because like, oh, that's a good one. Dang it. Because on one aspect, like you're curing IBD. Like you could like cure misery for so many people. Okay, yeah. So thinking like it's not just your IBD, but everyone it for everybody. Everyone, yeah. Sorry, it's a good way. Of everyone, it. like I think that, that we're gonna take it as like this means everyone, not just your own. Everyone, like you are. Oh my gosh! But then, like, man, I I am like I I really I'm really in love with Boo, and like it's it's a love I've never felt before, and it's pretty amazing. So. But I feel like that would be selfish of me. Like if I had the ability to cure everybody, I mean, I think that was like my purpose in life from God would be to do that. Yeah. So I think I would choose cure IBD for everyone. Oh, boom. I'm so sorry for listening. I love you. But I mean, <laughs> it's a chance you would do the same thing. I know you. What would yeah. you do? Well, I kind of think back to the other question that I was talking about, you know, with rather never had IBD or never finding love. Mm -hmm. So it kind of goes along with that. Um, but <sighs> it kind of takes it up to that next level of curing it for everybody. Yeah. Or you finding true everlasting love. Doesn't mean that you would never be loved or that you could love anybody again. Right. Right. I'm going to cure IBD. I, yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, it sucks that you would like never find love, but I mean, people in scripture we're single. You know what I mean? Like they had a purpose and it wasn't that. And I feel yeah. like God, that would be your purpose. So I, I mean, would do that. Yeah. I could, I could deal with being alone forever. 
knowing that I just helped a million, like think of all those kiddos, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it doesn't mean again, that you wouldn't have people that are in your life that care and love Correct. For you. Correct. It right? just would never be like a romantic. And like, everlasting. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. And then this last one is just like a silly one. It's not even IBD related. I was just curious. Gotta end it like that. Yeah. I like um, it. Would you rather speak to animals or be able to read human minds? It's a tough one, though, again. Because it kind of makes you think, like, you want to know what's going on inside of an animal's head if you have a pet. You can, like, talk to them. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Mm -hmm. Um, But it also would be neat to read human minds to see what people are thinking. Yeah. You know, because sometimes, like, right, that or even, like, if you're in the same room together you know what i mean like and if you were in a conversation and somebody said something you like look across the room at another person that's like on the same wavelength as you and you just read each other's minds like i know facial expressions go a long way right or like imagine being in your doctor's appointment yeah (laughs) and you're like bringing up stuff and seeing like what your doctor was actually like dude this girl right yeah or it'd be be great on a date yes because like you would know if they're bsing yeah Speak to animals, read human minds. I'm going to go with read human minds. <gasps> nice. I think I'm going to do that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I easily would speak to animals. Would you? Oh, my gosh. If I could, like, even though I, I feel like you have your own little language with your dogs, yeah. for instance, but, like, that would just be so cool. It would. Like, I'd be like, yo, bird. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Can you do that little tweet tweet for me? I like it. In the morning, that little sing song. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, man, I'd be like Eliza Thornberry. What's up? <laughs> That's a blast from the past. Blast from the past. You would be Edward Cullen. Yeah, there you go. He could read. He could read minds, but he was a vampire. The vampire part. A vampire. Yeah. And uh, he was a psycho. So well, <laughs> no, I'm, gonna... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just steer off from that. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the Would You Rather segment. The That's such an awesome. I had a fun time. I always have a fun time, but yeah, yeah, this yeah. was same. This was a good time. I liked it. It makes you think, and it may brings a little humor to the to this disease. But anyway, it um, sure does. Thanks again for our frequent fleshy fam just being there. Yeah, always there. We're always there for you too. Yeah. Which brings um, us to. Yeah, or I'm thinking, are we on the same train? Like email yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, so if you want to reach out and uh, request like um, something you want us to talk about, IBD related or not, um, you can email us. It is thefrequentflusher at gmail.com. Um, and then we also have an Instagram page. It is at thefrequentflusher. Thank you again to all that are following. Yeah, yeah. We're super creative. Uh, that was sarcasm. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're on all the different platforms that you can listen to us to your favorite yeah, podcast app apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify soundcloud, SoundCloud are all, all of them. streaming all of them <laughs> that was fun set those notifications for when those new episodes <laughs> yeah because you never know yeah no, with us could it be two it's weeks like, could it be a month yeah we like draw out of a hat and it's like all right we're gonna wait this we're month. gonna go for it yeah. no we really we really do want to try um to stick with it yeah yeah um i think is that the what else I think that's it. That is. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The email and where you can listen to us and Instagram. So, yeah. Um, 
we're always looking for new topics or maybe something we missed or any, yeah, yeah whatever. Any just, suggestions or check in, just let us know how you're doing. Yeah, too. we love, love, love. And then also, um, we realized the audio on our last one was super jacked, uh, but we were all doing a remote thing. We to- made it work. <laughs> yeah. For us talking. Yes. Um, but when you played it back, it had... It was- Echo. But Tony embraced his inner Tony Stark and was able to techno like figure it out what we did wrong. So the yeah. next time that we do it, we know how to get rid of the echo. Yes. And we're hoping that like um you know, we're gonna be cautious with like COVID and everything. Right. But hopefully whenever we have people on because we plan on that, um, we can do like all in person right. would be really nice. But if not, like Tony and I can be here and then um, like they can Skype in or like, we'll understand how to do it more. So yeah. like, okay, we're grateful if you did stick it out because I, my parents were like, wait, couldn't listen to it. It was so difficult, which I get. It was, it was not good quality. And thank you, Sean, for suffering through that with us, but I'm not suffering. Actually, it was a really great time. Yeah. I really liked it and he had a good time. So it was awesome. And we, again, Sean, thanks for coming on the show. You're amazing. Um, so yeah, we are open long winded thing to say that if you want to come on the show or you want to share your testimony, your story, like please, by all means, I think, um, by sharing your story, it's like therapeutic, but also you can help so many other people just by sharing what you go through. Yeah. So yeah, everyone, we go on the same path, if you will, but like the journey with that path is different for everybody. Yep. So keep that in mind and yeah, we would love to hear from you So. Hopefully two weeks from now. <laughs> we're we're going to be back plan. on your uh, wavelength. Your way, yeah. Your waves, whether that's in the car, on your phone, listening to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for inviting us. On your frequency. On your frequency. we are. The frequent flusher. The frequent flusher. Look at good, that. Good play on words there. Thanks, man. All right. Well, uh, all of you are, are fantastically amazing. If any of you are currently in a flare, I highly recommend watching. You're just like chilling on the couch because you can't do anything. Well, first of all, we've been there. We get it. Yep. WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to shameless plug that ish because it's really good. If you're a Marvel fan, I'm a huge nerd. So it's a good one it's, to watch. It's good. Yeah. It's more of like a psychological compared to all the typical Marvel, which is like very much like pew, pew, pow, pow. <laughs> um, but this is awesome. I'm really enjoying it. My boyfriend and I are uh, really quick. The first, you kind of have like no idea what's going on, but that's the point. So if you feel super confused, don't worry. Everybody feel that way, stick but stick out. with it. Yeah, yeah. Because it goes through like the different decades. It's really cool. And that is my shameless plug of the week. I'm going to check it out. You should. I have not yet, so I will okay. get out there and check it out. Excellent. Well, we're going to we're gonna sign off. And we love you all so much. Thank you for listening. God bless. Stay healthy. We'll talk to you soon. And drink celery juice. Yeah, give it a try. It's my second shameless plug. (laughs) Okay, bye-bye. Bye.